Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. The only way to start NFL Sunday is with the visual of Adam Gase doing smelling salts on the sideline. Perna. I'm not sure why Adam Gase is using smelling salts when he could just be doing some Prescotts. Hey, man, What's up, what's up? I'm always, I'm always, for someone who has interviewed a lot of NFL players, Pam Oliver's reaction to the smell of Dak Prescott is concerning. Now, a lot happened early on NFL Sunday, including things getting back to normal. When we saw Raiders linebacker Vontez Perfect get ejected for a bad hit on Jack Doyle. Honestly, I think Robert De Niro had the best take on Vontez Perfect for the day. A lot of Fuck criticism him. of you. Fuck him. Don't know why CNN was asking him about Raiders linebackers, but whatever. Should Perfect get a long-term suspension? Plus, Kansas City and the Pats barely win, and plenty more of NFL things happening. That happened. Let's get sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Indochino was founded on the belief that you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-order menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more, and everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. The best part is, they are affordable. Almost all of their custom clothing is under $400 US American dollars of the United States. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your first total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, the shipping is free. That's Indochino.com with the promo code BLUEWIRE for $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more. An incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit. Unless, of course, you are shrunk like the kids in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and they didn't shrink your clothing. The Washington Redskin Potatoes lose to them Giants. Now, we all knew this would be a Wayne Gallman game. I knew this so hard that I wrote about 20 Gollum jokes before I realized it was Gallman. Wayne Gallman was filling in for Saquon Barkley, and he scored the first two Giants touchdowns. The gall of that man to score all of the Giants' offensive touchdowns on Sunday. Is Daniel Jones better than Case Keenum? Well, probably, but he's definitely better than Dwayne Haskins. Haskins went in for Case Keenum during the second quarter and went on to throw three picks, including a pick six late in the third quarter, making Jay Gruden... Dan Quinn's top competitor to be the first coach fired it this season. Then we had a thrilling Chiefs-Detroit Lions game with the wrong outcome as the Chiefs win. Patrick Mahomes was practicing throwing 70 to 80 yard bombs before the game. And the Lions were bracing for a slaughter as their best corner Darius Slay was inactive with a hamstring injury. Detroit, though, took an early 10-0 lead. In 2018, a star was born, though, in QB Pat Mahomes. And that's why when he stared down this referee mid-run, I could only think of Bradley Cooper. Hey. What? I just want to take another look at you. Hey. What? I just want to take another look at you. Lions corner Coleman threw the best punch in Detroit I've seen since 8 Mile. That really is perfect defense, although Tyreek Hill said he would have choked the ball before punching it if he were corner. 
Detroit heard his advice and choke held and body slammed Hill's replacement, McCole Hardman, which the NFL will now penalize every single time. Detroit put up a hell of a fight. Well, everyone except Gerard Davis, who easily put the least amount of effort into a play we've seen since one Randall Moss. One line who definitely balled out was Kenny Galladay. I have no idea how he makes this catch in the back of the end zone. However, the refs took this beautiful touchdown away from him, which was disastrous for the Lions, who fumbled on the next play. There may or may not have been some refing issues in this game. Maybe this could have been called pass interference. Maybe this was or wasn't a fumble by the Lions that the Chiefs returned for a touchdown. And maybe this is how Lions fans feel about referees today. A lot of Fuck criticism em. of you. Fuck them. Honestly, the refs may have given that Kansas City fumble touchdown return uh, to the Chiefs because they felt bad for Breland, who ran 99 yards to score. Uh, was, it, was that a fumble, Jim? I don't know, but Breland ran really, really far. I would hate to not give him that. Credit the Lions, though, for keeping this game close, despite catching every bad break, including the dreaded failed hurdle attempt by a tight end. Logan Thomas is just 28 years young, which is not 35 years old, which means he stood no fucking chance at mimicking the tight end hurdlers we have seen this season in Vernon Davis and Mercedes Lewis. And again, I just can't say enough good things about Kenny Galladay, who would not let two touchdowns be taken away from him. I love him so much that he's the real Kenny G in my book. And just like when I listen to Kenny G alone, I feel like a loser. So are the Lions, ultimately. The Titans beat down the Falcons. The Falcons' defense was hurt last season. Not sure what their excuse is this season. Probably that there are so few fans at the game that they don't really care how they play. Like a little league team with alcoholic dads. Here they are not tackling A.J. Brown, and then actually helping him into the end zone with a little push. A great piece of tape here to teach young football players on how to not cover and not tackle anyone. <laughs> Marcus Mariota is back to definitely being better than Ryan Tannehill with a three touchdown performance in the Titans win. The Cleveland Browns take their vengeance out on the Baltimore Ravens. Odell Beckham nearly pulled off what would have been a double reverse bomb, but the ball went right through Damian Ratley's hands. The pass was actually better than every deep ball Josh Allen threw today. Uh, it's safe to say that Marlon Humphrey really, really hates Odell Beckham Jr. Not sure I've ever seen a guy literally try to choke another man to death on the football field. The ref saw it and said, a lot of Fuck criticism of you. Fuck him. Baker Mayfield has been taking a lot of heat uh, for his cockiness this last week, but he backed it up by handing the ball off to Nick Chubb really well, who ran for 165 yards and scored three touchdowns for Cleveland. I do need to award tight end Mark Andrews with the Wide Open Player of the Week award. Haven't used that graphic for a little while. Might as well just keep the Wide Open graphic up on the screen because just seeing that Wide Open image gives me a chub. A Nick Chubb who hit half of his total yards on this one 88-yard rush for a touchdown. The longest of the season so far in the NFL. And I, I actually don't mind the cockiness of Baker Mayfield. I love it but listening to him shit on the environment, telling people in Cleveland to not recycle, now that's deplorable. The wind's great, uh, but I hope everybody keeps the same energy. Throw us in the trash, we won't forget it. Also, Baker, as a trash baby, I find this offensive. 
Lamar Jackson, on the other hand, he handled questions about a potential injury after his loss with way more class. Lamar, early in the game, you, you, uh, you went out of bounds on a run and you, you looked like you got up slow. Did you get back up a little bit? Or? I'm good. <laughs> the Raiders get an unexplainable win in Indianapolis. John Gruden pulled out some trickery and called an end around, which uh, went for a bazillion yards and a Raiders touchdown early in this game. But really, the story was the Raiders making the NFL normal again. We knew it would happen. We knew Vontez Perfect wasn't the kind peace peacekeeper he pretended to be while Antonio Brown was on the roster. Looking like the sane, put-together guy with A.B. on the team is like being the most sober at an Irish wedding. Perfect was ejected for trying to take Jack Doyle's head off, and then exited the field like he had just sang the perfect opera, showing no remorse. And in turn, the internet wanted Perfect's head the same way he wanted Doyle's. Now, I think that's an overreaction from the internet. This is, in fact, Vontez Perfect's first offense. Sorry, uh, uh, sometimes I confuse the word first with the word countless. <laughs> like when I say I have slept with countless women. Uh, Aaron Rodgers threw a game-ending interception on Thursday night, and so did Jacoby Brissett, except his was cooler because it went for a touchdown. If you're an NFL quarterback, it's always nice to be compared to Aaron Rodgers, even when it's not. The Patriots just barely beat the Buffalo Bills 16-10. Buffalo was the only winning team the Pats have faced so far this season. So, of course, they sent out their spies, including Bill Belichick's son, to try and cheat before the game even started. You cannot be on the opposing team's sideline taking notes or videotaping Josh Allen's secret play, throw the deep ball off his back foot for interceptions, and Sean McDermott was not able to shoo them away before they figured out that that was Buffalo's offensive game plan for the day. Steven Gostowski missed his first extra point, which is nothing new really for Steven, but it never matters for the Patriots because just plays later, their special teams blocked a Bills punt and returned it for a touchdown. Tom Brady threw a rare red zone interception. He finished the game with 150 passing yards, zero touchdowns, and a pick. Frank Gore surpassed 15,000 lifetime rushing yards on a 41-yard tough guy run. That's how you set a milestone, Frank. And now he is fourth all-time in rushing. Well, he was before that run, but he's still four. Josh Allen basically completed uh, one good pass in this game to tight end Dawson Knox uh, right before halftime. Whereas Bills fans call it holy matrimony. Two Bills fans tied the knot at half. And not the kind of knot you would need for a noose. Never mind, you, you might think that's an Aaron Hernandez joke because they're playing the Patriots, but it's just a, a uh, how I feel watching the Bills offense joke. So please, 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 please disregard what I said. Jim Kelly gave the bride away and Kyle Williams married the lovely couple. My only question here is where's OJ Simpson? That's the only bill that was missing, and every good wedding needs a glove bearer. Josh Allen scored a touchdown by throwing this crazy pass back to Frank Gore. Uh, that's the first time a quarterback is credited with a completion after a touchdown has already been scored. A record, I assume, will never get broken unless, of course, human biology changes and Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes can, in fact, make a baby. Josh Allen was knocked out cold in the fourth quarter by Jonathan Jones, 
and then jogged off the field. So that's a good sign. Matt Barkley came in and finished what Josh Allen started by barely losing to the Pats. The Panthers beat the Texans in a close one. Now DeAndre Hopkins actually threw an interception in this game. You have to reconsider throwing the football when Deshaun Watson isn't the one throwing the football and DeAndre Hopkins isn't the one receiving the football. Quarterback Kyle Allen played an efficient game and the Panthers got their win because Christian McCaffrey is on their roster and Bill O'Brien is on the other team's roster coaching. And Christian McCaffrey has officially surpassed JJ Watt as the best white guy to have on your team. Also Panthers defense, might be one of the best in the league. Then you have the Los Angeles Chargers at the Miami Dolphins. The Chargers may have picked the best week of the season to play the Dolphins. LA was without Hunter Henry, Virgil Green, AKA the guy who backs up Hunter Henry, Mike Williams, Justin Jackson, Michael Badgley, and Travis Benjamin. Injuries basically to every skill position uh, is probably a reason Melvin Gordon was active. Sure, Melvin Gordon didn't have any carries, but he did a great job serving as Austin Eckler's emotional support back on the sideline. However, things got a bit dicey as the Dolphins took an early 7-3 lead in this game. Their first lead of the season, and get this, Josh Rosen caught a lucky break on the touchdown drive. A tipped ball fell into one of his receivers' lap. And I have to credit Miami for hypnotizing Phillip Rivers before this game started. They said his wife was in a hotel room waiting to make another child, and when he walked in, he just saw this. Rivers somehow shook that off and threw a sidearm touchdown, and he got the Chargers their first win in Miami in 37 years. Phillip Rivers is 37 years old, so he was just a few months old the last time the Chargers won in Miami, and yet he was already preparing to bring his first child into the world. And those are all of your morning football games from Sunday. Uh, I will get the rest of the games up probably tomorrow with the uh, Broncos review. I'm sorry, trying to do all of the games every Sunday might kill me. Uh, so I may have to change this to more of a top 10 things from Sunday or just do the morning games Sunday night and the late games Monday morning, whatever you want. You guys are watching every week, coming back, and I am more excited than ever to keep doing these videos, but... They're a lot of fucking work. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna. If you want to talk to me there, if you want to talk about football there and ask me all of the important football questions, I'll give you fake answers, just like I give you the fake real news here, baby. Ooh. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.